the film that reinforces the universe's biggest Christmas truth. Booster sucks. This is Jingle All the Way on Sticker Bandits. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm going to hit you with so many rights, you're going to beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. And welcome to a very special Christmas episode of Stinger Madness. Jingle bells, fuckers. Jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. <laughs> no, no jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. <laughs> this isn't the Wesley Snipes episode, Sam. This is a Christmas episode. Every episode is Wesley Snipes. <laughs> jingle jangle. Well, I'm just standing under the mistletoe, just in case you get desperate later. Oh. Uh, who are you talking to? <laughs> Anyone? Ew. Gross. Winston, I'm the dog. Right in front of your husband? What are you? Fucking Phil Hartman in this movie? Phil Ted. Hartman. <laughs> Ted. Uh, this is a podcast uh, about bad movies by bad movie lovers for bad movie lovers. As you may have guessed, I'm your host, Justin. With me, as always, are Sam and Jackie. This episode is brought to you by our sponsors on Patreon. Uh, thank you guys for chipping in and helping us keep this thing going. If you would like to contribute, go to patreon.com forward slash stinker madness. All one word, stinker madness. Uh, also, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com and twitter.com forward slash stinker madness. Uh, buy our t shirts, they're cool on teespring.com forward slash stinker madness or go to stinkermadness.com and click store. Where you can give the gift that keeps on giving. Clothes made by Ivanka Trump's tiny children hands. Ivanka Trump's, she's got squirrel nut cheeks. Yeah, yeah, right. You can't make shirts with those. Um, No, you have to hire that out by hiring children from China. I guess. Yeah. Uh, They suck. This is Jingle All the Way, uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of course. Uh, Tom Hanks' wife, I guess. Yep. Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson. Phil Hartman. Sinbad. Vern Troyer. Jim's Belushi. Jim's. <laughs> Jim West won Robert fucking Conrad. Yeah, Robert Conrad. Uh, who else is in this? That little boy was in. Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Young Anakin Skywalker, of course. He'd... Yeah. And then a very depressing cameo by Harvey Corman, where you're just like, yeah. oh, Harvey Corman, you should be in better <laughs> stuff. You're hilarious. He's funny in the two seconds he's in this. Uh, what year was this? 96. 96? Okay. Uh, not a f- successful movie, if I remember. It didn't do as bad as it could have, but mm-hmm. it tanked. Okay. What? It really tanked because they lied. They Fox decided to do a little of the... Golan Globus Canon Films Magic. Ah. So they reported the budget at uh, sixty million, but it was actually closer to seventy-five, maybe eighty. This true spirit of Christmas, right there. Yeah, absolutely. Lying about uh, profits. And uh, beyond the fact that they spent that much on this, they decided to make their Christmas hit movie mm-hmm. uh, August of that year. And they're like, "Well, we're going to do all three. We're going to get the Christmas soundtrack. 
We're going to get the Christmas toy. It's going to be the toy of the year. It's going to be the next Tickle Me Elmo. Turbo Man was supposed to be a real toy, is yeah. what you're telling me. It was a real toy. Oh, boy. Uh, and then they're going to have the movie, and it's going to be all of it. It's going to crush the holiday season Hollywood style. <laughs> that is, that's the most 20th century Fox idea I've ever heard, Sam. And that the, is them in a nutshell. Waiting to do it at the last minute as right, well. Right. And so what happens is, is they spend close to $80 million on the movie. It makes back 60 domestically. Uh-huh. And it doesn't really matter what other marketing money they spent on it or what it did worldwide because they just filled landfills with holiday CDs and Turbo Man dolls. <laughs> that is not true. Okay, so I just looked this up. The Turbo Man doll on eBay, $299.99. Yeah, honey, that's doesn't say that they filled them in landfills. The reason why that exists, why that's so expensive, is because of supply and demand. There's not any more Turbo Mans. They're all in the landfill. They're all in the landfill. If Turbo Man had been successful, that thing would be worth about $10 because everybody would have one. That is a collectible. I would like a Turbo Man, but not for the reason 20th Century Fox wants me to have a Turbo Man, but because it's stupid. So Turbo Man was a four-joint action figure just the legs and arms i don't think the head even awful twisted. terrible 13 inch hollow uh, plastic yeah can't use it guess how much the asking price well, the set price was supposed to be uh does it come with any accessories no uh does it have voice activation like the film does it may have had the voice activation uh, it came with a jetpack okay all right the jetpack's like a part of the mold it's not a de- detachable oh yes it is look at the picture it's off to the side well, there's one with okay. a pack. So uh, $25. That's what it was. they were asking, 25 for it. Yeah, I could buy that. I mean, I wouldn't buy that, no, but I could buy that. No, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Ninja Turtles were going for 8 bucks each. And they're sweet. And they're sweet. Yeah. Uh, G.I. Joe's at this point in time were probably $12. Oh, no, G.I. Joe, little guys, because th- those were like a $4 action figure. Yeah, but this is 96 they had started to kind of fade out by now, so but you're still like able to get. GI Joe was the affordable toy. Okay, let's put let's put this in direct comparison to uh, the toy of the time, the Power Ranger. Power Rangers was a little before this, so Tickle Me Elmo I think happened the year that this came out. I don't think it did. I think Tickle or the Me year Elmo after, was, uh, close to the, the turn of the century. But I could be wrong. Either way, this. there was the one we forget about was 1980, the first real punch each other in the face over the Christmas toy was the Cabbage Patch doll. Sure. And so that's what this movie was based on. Right, right, right. But I'm thinking, like... It's competition in the action figure arena. It's probably the Power Rangers and TMNT. It was Power Rangers and TMNT, and right. it's not going to do no, it. No, it's not going to put a dent in that. No. Well, looking at this doll, too, it has, like, a weird mold. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's got these little tiny legs with a huge gap in between the two legs. Ooh, sexy. And then this really buff upper body it's right. like they took barbie's legs and put it on this action figure you might say that turbo man skipped leg day yeah he's down on venice beach that's that's his origin story he lives on venice and uh he just goes down to the to the weightlifting section every day uh the public one down by the beach and he does a bunch of bench presses and then doesn't wipe down the bench itself once he's done he just leaves that grease spot right oh there. absolutely yeah. I don't wipe down anything when I go to the gym. That's one of the most deplorable things I have ever heard you say on this podcast, Jackie. I'm such an asshole. That is the ultimate social faux pas. You Nobody does it. Everybody gym. needs to. to. I just use like, so I, what I do is I, I never wear different. I always wear the same shorts. 
and then I just use the shorts. I just wipe it with my butt. <laughs> like I'm a dog that has worms. Like when I get done on the bench press, I just, just rub my ass on You've it. You've actually made the bench worse yeah. by trying to clean it I've up with your ass. introduced some butt sweat to the shoulder sweat. <laughs> Welcome to Sticker Madness. <laughs> if you'd like some bad gym habits, uh, just stay tuned. Uh, where we capture the true meaning of Christmas by being horrible, horrible people. <laughs> uh, what else you got to tell us about ter- uh, Jingle All the Ways there, Sam? This isn't really the downturn on anyone's career, and it should have been. No, no. Uh, Swaz is going to make it all the way through the sixth day before his shit, mm-hmm. before he's basically forced to become the governor, I right, guess. Right, Uh Sinbad, I don't really think, does a lot after this, but he didn't do a lot before this either. No, like, he, this is pretty much, I would say his peak, though. Yeah. Partey. Right. He annoys the piss out of me. Yeah, Sinbad's not great. He didn't, I thought I was going to hate him in this, and I didn't. Didn't hate him in the No, small. I thought his character was fine here. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, in general, Sinbad, uh, I'm not a big fan. Uh, yeah. I think he uh, is has basically gifted us Tyler Perry, and uh, I'm not cool with that. Yeah. You know, I think he set things back a few uh, decades as far as black comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to Kevin Hart for being out there and, man, doing your best, buddy. Yeah, being funny. Yeah. Uh, There's also Brian Levant, the director. Had mm-hmm. he came off of they they brought him in. Chris Columbus probably would have directed this himself, mm-hmm. but uh, Brian Levant had just done Beethoven, the dog Beethoven, right? Not uh, anything good, nope. and uh, it was Problem Child Two did really good. Beethoven did really good, and there was something else. So they brought him in to do this, and then it tanked. And his next one tanked. Oh, the Flintstones was the yeah, that's and then he did Flintstones Viva Rock Vegas right after this, and it tanked, but he rebounded, and it's odd as fuck because his rebound movie financially was Snow Dogs with Cuba Gooding Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that that would have made like no money, but it did okay, right? And then he eventually goes on to do uh, Christmas Story two because he's got that much. He's got brass ones like that, yeah. made for TV. Christmas mm-hmm. Story two didn't do good. Uh, yeah, this movie had a single uh, or a sequel. Single a sequel recently in 2014. Yes, they waited. It took 18 years, uh, but finally they they got the ball. Somebody somebody that knows movies. Mm. Somebody knows where the cash is. Vince <laughs> McMahon of uh, WWE Pictures. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. they picked up the rights to this and did Jingle All the Way Too with Larry the Fucking Cable Guy. Uh, oh God, he is annoying. It's <laughs> all hell. No, too. he's the worst, Jackie. I hate that guy. He's, he's not even. He's not I... even in the discussion of not the worst. That is somebody you do not want to use gym equipment after. Oh. Oh. Because yeah. you, oh, no, no, no. Uh, all right, Jackie, Sinbad or Larry the Cable Guy? Sinbad. Yeah, he's not even in the fucking discussion, dude. Larry the Cable Guy is the worst. He's not the worst. He's, he's not the worst. the worst. He's not the worst. I'm pretty sure he's the worst. No, he's not. There's ISIS. And then there's Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, boo. I actually, <laughs> boo. I saw Larry the Cable Guy get roasted, and he was actually pretty quick-witted. I'm not going to like endorse him as like I love Larry the Gable as comedy, but I could see why some people like him because they're idiots. No, there's he's he's a, he's kind of funny. No, he's not. Uh, this movie is also not funny, but it is funny in a not funny way. It does that sort of. It, it's bad enough that it doesn't uh, tank in our sense because usually comedies that aren't funny are the stinker madness bad place right we don't like to go to there uh and this is a comedy that isn't funny but its other parts are so deplorable that it becomes funny again to us yeah uh the jokes the written jokes are very bad they're 
like Home Alone 3 bad. Like gag comedy, like on-screen cartoon gag comedy, live-action cartoon comedy that just fucking is hateful. Mm -hmm. But everything surrounding it is so stupid that it ends up, in my opinion, being a lot of fun. Apparently, Sinbad and Schwaz in their scenes together, Mm -hmm. what little script there was, they sort of tossed over the shoulder. They just decided, this is where we need to get in the scene. There's like two words that we have to say. So they ad-libbed almost every one of their interactions. I would say that I bet you they had a good time. It seemed like they had a nice time. Yeah, I bet you. Anytime you work with Schwaz, I think it's probably going to be a fun time. Uh, except for when you're filming Predator and you get dysentery. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if you're Sinbad and you're like, I'm next to Schwaz, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And then you've got this really painfully stupid script that you have to work with, and you're like, no, I won't do it, no! And you just uh, you just ad-lib. Why not? Yeah, why not? Because Chris Columbus knows more than Schwaz and Sinbad? No. See, that son of a bitch didn't even help write this. Yeah, but his he's name just, is there, just, and yeah, that's enough to no. be like, fuck this movie. This is the worst of him. This is him just, like, skating on Christmas. Like, oh, I'm just going to, like, hitch my giddy up to this fucking Christmas train because I'm Chris Columbus. I would say. I made Home Alone. I would say that Aloha is his worst. Anything he's had association with is Aloha. Aloha. It one worst it was our number one vote that was cameron crow oh that was cameron crow that's right. yeah chris columbus is they're home not, alone they're the same they're not guy, the right? same guy oh, no they're okay. totally oh. not even really close to the same guy at all uh, i'm pretty sure they're the they, same guy they both are cc initials so I, i'm gonna give you that i'm pretty sure that chris columbus takes off his chris columbus mask and underneath it's cameron crow it's his alternate uh identity he took off his chris columbus mask and he was actually christopher columbus <laughs> an undead <laughs> genocidal <laughs> sailor Incidentally, genocidal. He didn't mean to give all of them smallpox. Uh, no, he murdered a bunch of them with his own fucking sword. Well, I know, but then the smallpox, that really fucking got him. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe I just did that. But that's okay, because this movie's as stupid as I am. <laughs> Jackie, this is your pick. Uh, this was the first time I'd ever seen it. It was the first time Sam I had ever seen it. I avoided this shit like the plague. Did you see this in the theater, Jackie? Yes, I do believe I did. Nice. My family has been doing a Christmas movie since I was very young, and I believe that this was the Christmas movie that year. Well, it, yeah, it would have been. So we we went and saw this in the theater. Yeah, so you were the contributor to that sixty million return. Yeah, nice, nice work. All five of us. Uh, I would be interested to uh, refresh your memory. And find out how many people stayed throughout the entire film that were adults that didn't have children who were forcing them to stay throughout the entire film. I wasn't paying attention. I yeah. mean, at that point in time, it was like, oh, man, popcorn. I was just shoving it <laughs> in my face, <laughs> trying to get to the milk duds afterwards, you know. <laughs> you don't even come for schwas. You come for the popcorn. Mm. Oh, dude. At that point in time, it was like, yeah, we're going to the movies. I'm going to get the biggest fucking bat. I mean, it's not like when... I go to the movies with you now, and Mm -hmm. I share a large bucket of popcorn with you. Back then, it was, I'm eating this whole fucking bucket by myself. Mm, That's such a tummy ache. By share, she means that she shows it to us. Yeah, right. like, (laughs) you want some of this? Okay, you're you're right. You don't want it. You're like, I didn't even answer yet. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Some things never change. Uh, You guys ready to get into this? Absolutely. All right. Ring, ting, tingling. Ring, ting, tingling. Jingle, jangle. 
No jingle jangle. Jingle jangle. Uh, not even a Christmas movie, Sam, is what you're quoting right now. That's what someone should have said to him. Is this Christmas <laughs> Expendables? Jingle jangle. Uh, the movie basically is about Turbo Man. And Turbo Man is a superhero TV show. They modeled this directly after Power Rangers. Yeah, it's very Power Rangers-esque, live action superhero guy who has, he just appears to be the Rocketeer. He's got a jetpack and some uh, turbo discs that shoot out of his wrist. And those apparently are, oh, and a a turbo ring that he can chuck in the air that comes around. Yeah, and his sidekick is a pink. Uh, Sabertooth? Sabertooth. Bear? Bear. Yeah. I, is he also, I think his DNA has something in common with cotton candy. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and he just goes around saving the universe, I guess. From, from the brain guy. Yeah. From uh, Dr. T- Dementor. Sure. He's going to, it's one of those situations where you've got the bad guy comes up with a new plan to destroy everything on a weekly basis and it's a good thing we've got Turbo Man to stop this one guy that does the same thing all the time. Right. But at the same time, Turbo Man's doing the same thing. Every Absolutely. Time as well. Like, they wouldn't have. That's why nobody ever wins because they would both be out of a job. Uh, do you think Turbo Man, the pilot episode, makes it past the pilot with this, with what they got working here? I mean, because he kind of sucks. He sucks. He sucks worse than the real Power Rangers. Like, he's 1950s made-for-TV action hero bad. Like, what What are those old uh, serials? The old serials. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like, he stinks. He stinks. He's Flash Gordon. Yeah, or, uh, yeah, yeah, he's Flash Gordon. But, and I think that they've got this, sort of they model it after the Power Rangers, but why this wouldn't work mm-hmm. is because it doesn't have what the Power Rangers had that made it work, which was bringing back Voltron, basically. Right, basically. And multiple plot lines, multiple bad guys, uh, you could do a lot with the Power Rangers. The pink Power Ranger was easy to look at. Uh, I'm say that right now. Um, hmm. I was I was underage when it was happening, so I thought she was. She age. was not. She was of age, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. She, Amy Jo Johnson, easy to look at. It was actually no her name still. It was her fault that she was giving a you a teenage boy erections. Yeah, yeah. I blame her. Yeah, victim blaming. Victim. Wait, you're the victim. I'm the victim. <laughs> Having a boner. I'm the victim of boners. <laughs> I can't go outside right now. <laughs> I was watching Power Rangers. I hate you. I couldn't wear sweatpants for five years. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I can't get on this bicycle and play with you. <laughs> I've, I've got a pink ranger-sized quality erection. It's like a nine on a ten scale. Boy, I hope she was a page. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, so it's fine. I guess unless that's illegal now, where I don't know teenagers can't get boners by might, looking at each other. Maybe might, might, have to, <laughs> might have to look that one up and maybe yeah. do some editing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're just gonna have to have a lawyer come in every week and just shake his head, and we're like, and that's gonna be the problem is that every one of the jokes is gonna go, nope. So <laughs> that's illegal somewhere. <laughs> Stinker madness is as unscripted as the White House is. Uh, absolutely, very similar. Very sure. similar. Uh, operation that we run here. Anyways, uh, so young Anakin Skywalker really likes Turbo Man. And uh, he's he's watching it, and he wants Turbo Man everything for Christmas. Uh, but he also wants his dad to be more a part of his life. Because his dad, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Howard, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. is a very busy guy. He's the top mattress salesman? I think. Okay. It said he, I saw a mattress on the screen. 
He's just like answering a phone, doing "You got it, okay, we're right." <laughs> You're my not, favorite customer. Not writing any of it down. Uh huh. He's got a very Neil Breen office. Right, indeed. Yeah, he's got to get this work done. He's got to get it done. Uh, so, so young uh, Jake Lloyd is saying his character's name is Jamie. Uh, that he's got this karate class coming up. He's gonna go for his purple belt, and he wants his dad there. It's tonight, and Schwaz is like, "Yeah, I'll be there, but I'm very busy." Selling the mattresses, and uh, it makes him a promise. This is a, a continuing thing uh, throughout J- young Jake Lloyd's life that uh, he's been making him these promises that he can't keep because he's too much of a corporate fat cat or something. Yeah, I don't know. Or just doesn't care. I don't really know what is. Maybe he's the one that propped up all these mattress firms everywhere. Yeah, could be. Could be. Uh, does he not care, or is he just too into his career? I think he cares. I just think that I don't, the guy, the men at the time of like when this movie was made, I think it was just the general consensus that, hey, I'm working to support this family and I'm not going to make everything. The time that this movie, the 90s? Yeah. yeah. The 90s were, huh. That's that's a takeaway from the 90s that uh, not very many people have expressed. Uh, but... That's your interpretation of the time that this movie takes place on. The movie never explicitly says why he's a bad dad. No. Because it seems to be from the point on from this movie that just hijinks happen to him. That nothing he can do, no matter how hard he tries, can he fulfill any of his promises because of just the universe around him. So this could have been going on his whole life. Well, I don't know. No, I think he's just gets trapped by his work and just never shows up. He that doesn't seem like his wife works and they're in upper suburbia. So mm. he's got to work. He's got to work his ass off. Selling these mattresses. <laughs> it's not like he likes it. You like to tell everybody that your favorite customer. No, you hate all of them except for Steve. He's pretty cool. You play golf with him and he drinks heavy. <laughs> uh, so it's karate class time. He's late. Yeah. Uh, Phil Hartman the neighbor, his name is Ted. He's there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Apparently, the women of the neighborhood think that he's hubba hubba. He's the catch. Uh, it's Phil Hartman that we're talking about, right? Yeah, but he's so attentive and uh-huh. caring and involved with his son. Hmm. I mean, oh man, who wouldn't want that? That's like they're trying to sell it as family. Uh, every housewife's dream husband uh-huh. so why phil hartman <laughs> because here's the thing i love phil hartman Absolutely. i think he's one of the finest comedian minds of history the guy was hilarious the world has been at a loss ever since he's he was uh murdered by his wife uh but he has never ever played a good guy like like the charming guy, the guy that everybody likes. He's always the dirtbag that nobody likes. Take the amigo's clothes. Right. The only line he has in Three Amigos. Right. Uh, he's a yes man. Yeah, he's he's a he's a butthole. He's the unlikable guy, and he's great at being that. And he's the audience in this movie doesn't like him, but everybody surrounding him loves him, and I'm not buying it. Mm. He's an asshole. He's Flanders. Yeah, he's but that's that's the thing is that he's Ned Flanders single with, you know, out Ned Flanders moral compass. 
Right. And if Ned Flanders didn't have his moral compass right after Maud gets hit by that tire, mm-hmm. you bet that he laid every pipe on that street. Well, he is ripped as shit. That yeah, that's true. Right. Ned Flanders is a physical specimen. <laughs> he's kind of like... For a cartoon. Yeah, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger with Phil Hartman's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a man. <laughs> uh, you think the Corvette gets him wet. Uh, what? Yeah. Mm, no. So Arnold's on his way. He's like, I'm going to get there, whatever it takes. And he jumps into the shoulder lane and is driving. He's like, ha ha. There's no cars here. They can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. I'm like an, like a Austrian train. Choo choo. And the cops are like, that was actually uh-huh. a Jackson Brown song. <laughs> Austrian, Austrian train. <laughs> I'm still sad, even though I'm on an Austrian train. <laughs> Gonna take the Austrian train. There's a woman went out of the car. Uh, so he gets pulled over by this cop. And this cop we will see throughout the rest of the movie. Robert Conrad. Robert Conrad. He gives him a sobriety test. Uh, just jerks him around in general. He's like, I need to make my son's karate class. He's like, that's my fucking problem. Why? Uh, you think that uh, I stopped doing the law? Mm-hmm. for uh, karate classes? I don't think so, bud. You know what? You're right. This is the I'm late mattress salesman only lane. <laughs> right. Go on ahead, sir. <laughs> it's a good thing I'm not a cop. The shit that I would say to people, I would get fired after like three days. But you wouldn't shoot anybody. I That's wouldn't nice. shoot anybody. Nice. I probably wouldn't give very many tickets. Like, well, yeah, they said they didn't they give you a, you didn't give them a ticket and they were going fast, but... Kept saying meow a lot. And... <laughs> You'd just be Officer Snarky. Oh, yeah. I'd just be the biggest dickhole. <laughs> uh, so he doesn't make the karate class. And uh, Jamie's very sad. He goes home and Ted's there. And uh, he's up on his roof. And he has done his Christmas lights for him. Sure. Hey, neighbor. Just have some extras in the garage. Went ahead and took care of this. Not being very Christmassy for you. Yeah. And it's quite clear that uh, from this point on that uh, Howard does not like Ted the neighbor. Not anymore, anyway. I don't know if he ever did. Sure. Maybe when he was still married. Yeah, maybe. So he goes inside. Jamie's not happy. And he's like, oh, you broke your promise. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'm cool because I'm going to win you back by belittling your achievement. He takes his purple belt that he's yeah. won puts it on his head and he's like yeah yeah look at me i'm like you i'm doing karate yeah yeah and jamie's like you fucking suck he does you're suck. mocking me and that's how you're gonna win me back by making fun of an achievement that i have done myself without your influence absolutely and you're like oh look at how stupid this is ah yeah karate yeah he's kind of right he just broke a balsa box <laughs> I'm siding with Schwaz on this one. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> and so's Jamie, because yeah, he's like, like okay, I, dad, you're cool. Yeah, it's I a guess. box, and it didn't even scratch my hand. That's not really, <laughs> that's not tough stuff. He's like, I will win you back, and I will do anything. You can have anything you want for Christmas. And Jamie's like, oh, I want the Turbo Man. I want this 13-inch doll. He's got voice activation. He says, it's turbo time. And he's got a jetpack and mm. turbo discs. His and arm goes up and down in a... 
all completely vertical path. Yeah, that's well, that's what superheroes do. Sure, from my understanding of superheroes. His legs don't move. Uh, he does have that waist twist action. I don't even it. think he has the waist <laughs> twist action. If you don't have him standing perfectly straight with his arms to his sides, he falls over. Right. Yeah, it's a great toy. Uh, so okay, well, I'll get it for you. He goes to bed. And wife is uh, Tom Hanks's wife, I should say, uh, is like Tom Hanks's wife is stacked. Yeah, I'm just gonna mention this right now. She comes out of the so... nightgown, and I was like, "Good job, Tom Hanks." <laughs> well, he is an American treasure. He's an American treasure, and he's got a couple of American treasures, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Hooey, oh, Rita Hayworth. Or wait, not Rita Wilson. They're all got James. Mansfield. Give them all to me. Yeah, <laughs> sweatpants. <laughs> No sweatpants. <laughs> this is a professional show, Sam, and I will not have boners on it. I'd like to go home now. <laughs> you take your boners to fucking Hollywood, buddy, because yeah. that's where they belong. Apparently. <laughs> All right. So he tells his wife that, uh, yeah, he got the doll I got a weeks ago. She's like, well, good thing, because they're really sold out. And he's like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> So he leaves in the morning to go get the uh, the action figure. They keep calling it a doll. It's an action figure. Fuck off. It's doll a doll. Shit. It's not a doll. It's an action figure. It's a doll. My parents. It's a doll. It. I used to. You remember those? Um, uh, like basketball. They. I, I don't know if they were made by Tops. Sports. Uh, the starting lineup. Yeah, starting lineup. I used to yeah. get those. I had Magic Johnson. I had Kareem. I think I had a Jordan. Those my are dad really was like, dolls. My dad was like, he likes playing with dolls. I'm like, they're fucking action figures. Well, the sport those weren't even really action figures; they didn't move. Those are more like figurines. Uh, yeah, no, the Kareem one—you could pose him with the the hook shot. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Joe Montana's arm would move up and down. Yeah, right, man. That's that's a toy. That's no doll. But they did stand up and stay still. You couldn't really play with them. I mean, he could. I did. Yeah, dunked it. An imaginary basketball hoop. Yeah, Jackie, are they dolls or action figures? I'm just learning so much about you two right now that I. I'm almost stunned into silence. <laughs> uh, you've learned that Sam got boners, and which is, I, I think, something that dolls. we learn on almost every episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say that those are action figures. Nice. That's why I married her. Um, are action figures dolls? Yeah, that was <laughs> when I met her. It was really weird, like because uh, I'm a very careful person. I like to prepare and plan and make sure I get everything right. So I had a uh, questionnaire for, her, and that I believe was question uh, 729. Oh. Yeah. Are they dolls or action figures? She got it right. Bing. Ring. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I, I think the action figures are just, they move and you can, they're usually made out of plastic of That's some kind. Different. Yes. Uh, Those are action type figures, but dolls are usually, they have clothing that is removable. That's true. They wear like dresses and they have outfits and you can do their hair and. And they piss their pants. Some of them. Some of them do some that. Some of them do that. They're, those are the gross ones. Why would you ever buy your kid that doll? Why would you buy your kid a doll, period? What? Where did this come from in our culture where we have made this stereotype for young females? Sure. Uh, that they, like, let's get them being motherly early. Like the second that they can talk. Right. Let's implant this seed early that they must, their one duty is to be a baby factory. Yeah, I didn't do that. Yeah, fuck off. With I that got shit. her a cash register. That's cool. Some other shit, some calculators, some pencils, and one of those green visors. I figure 
I figure God. by the middle of next year, she can be doing my taxes. <laughs> Good for you. She loves it. <laughs> and then the IRS comes. It's like a seven-year-old did, did your taxes, sir. Uh, a seven-year-old did do my taxes. Thank you. But next- well, I guess we've got nothing to say about that. Let's go, boys. <laughs> On and over. What's ice cream? <laughs> so, uh, where the fuck are we? Are, are we? Are we finally setting out to the adventure of going shopping? No. Uh, so he leaves in the morning. He's gonna go. He tells this kid, "I've got your toy at the office. I'm going to go get it there." It's a total lie, but don't worry about that. I will mm. get one. And the kid's like, "Okay, Dad." Or uh, how do we, how do you do? How do you act as shitty as Jake Lloyd? Uh, what are you talking about? He does a fine job for a little kid. Are you an angel? No, working. he doesn't, Jackie. He's awful. He's fine. He's he terrible. is awful. I think he's a cute little kid. That's he's, what everyone he thought. Is, is very he's cute. cute kid. And then he delivered the lines, and the people and everyone kind of cringed. Are you an angel? <laughs> uh, so kids like hey dad uh we got a parade to go to i don't really understand the schedule of the parade uh they're usually at about 9 30 in the morning uh uh 11 30 if you're on the pacific coast yeah uh but uh this one's just whenever uh so meet us there it's nine at night in minnesota while it's still light outside yeah. in winter it doesn't make any no, sense uh, so he goes outside. He's like, cool, kid. I'll see you later. And uh, Ted has got a reindeer. He has acquired a reindeer somehow. Yeah. And then he picks him up and he stuffs Phil Hartman on the reindeer's horns. And he goes, stick around. <laughs> he doesn't do that, but I wanted that to happen. Stop being horny for my <laughs> wife. You should be a reindeer's decoration on its antlers because that doesn't make sense. And this is when you. I got nothing. This is when you really realize just what a dick Ted is. He's like, what are you going to do with that after? Aren't reindeers endangered or at least heavily protected? I think they're heavily protected. Because they only exist in like a very small area in the north of the globe. Right. There's one that lives here in Idaho. At the zoo? No, he he's a privately owned reindeer and he goes to the... Um, is it owned by a drug dealer? Mm. No. Does a drug dealer have a tiger or two? Yeah. No, it's like an old man, and he takes it every year to the uh, light show out at the botanical gardens. Yeah, but he's probably got some sort of accreditation to be able to care for this animal. Ted has just let this reindeer run around the suburbs. Yeah, he's just like grabbed it. It's on a leash, and that's it. It's not fenced off. Nothing. And then he says he's going to set it free in Minnesota. Which I don't think you can do. Those Timberwolves will get you. They're, oh. They'll dunk it on you, too. Yeah, big ticket. Kevin <laughs> Garnett. All right, so uh, uh, he's like, hey, by the way, if you're on your way out to get a Turbo Man, I already took care of it weeks ago because I'm a better dad than you. Yeah. And uh, my Turbo Man is under the tree. Tree, tree, tree. Planting the seed for later. Uh, so he's like, cool, that sounds great. Uh, try not to let your reindeer uh, become extinct, you son of a bitch. That's and then he, what he's got. <laughs> he punches him, and Ted's dead, and the reindeer runs off to be free with the other reindeers, and the movie ends on a really happy note. Uh, but in reality, he gets to the store. There's a huge line, and he meets Sinbad there. Sinbad is a mailman and also a conspiracy theorist, sort of. 
Sinbad is like. Sinbad is Sinbad dressed as a mailman. Right. He tells him that uh, Turbo Man is this corporate conspiracy, that they're the, the corporate fat cats are programming subliminal messages into our kids' minds so that they can get rich off the children, and then parents are uh, just slaves to this 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 capitalist society where all they're trying to do is buy these toys, and it's it's uh, this huge collusion uh, thing. Yeah. And this is when I really start to relate to Arnold Schwarzenegger's characters because it doesn't matter where I go, this fucking guy finds me in a line every single time. Well, I have a question. Sure. Is he right? Yes. Yep. Christmas feudalism. <laughs> those bastards. It's not a conspiracy theory because he's right. Mm. Do I want to hear about no! it, though, in line? You why wanna... I'm trying to contribute to this master overtaking of toy kingdoms. No. Fuck off. I, I want to push this old lady down, get into the store, get what I need, and you can go fuck yourself. Uh, he, in fact, chokes a lady. Sinbad does, yeah. 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 He grabs a woman by the throat. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, the door opens. It's chaos. The uh, store manager gets ran over. He's got feet marks on his face. Hilarity. Nope. He would be dead. Yeah. No, you can't be trampled. It's it's not good for you. Uh, but there's no Turbo Mans. But there is a Chris Parnell. What do you think these guys are after if there's no Turbo Man? If everybody besides these two knows that they're out of Turbo Mans... Why are people being trampled? What else do they need here? Well, point? we know that they're not there for Booster because everybody hates Booster. Yeah, and whatever the brand guy is, he sucks too. Uh, yeah, the villains never really sell too well. Though. It, it sucks because when you're a kid, the p- villains don't sell well because the parents go in and they're like, oh, i got to get him the Turbo Man, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get the Turbo Man and you're like, yeah, I really wish I had the villain so I could fight somebody I with my guy. thing with Turbo Man. Now he's got to fight Hulk Hogan again. And Hulk is get, Hulkster's getting pretty pissed off that he's always the bad guy. He's the bad guy against the Ninja Turtles. He's a giant bad guy against G.I. Joe's. And now he's a bad guy against Turbo Man. That was the real, uh, for me, that was the brilliance about He-Man and Transformers is because the villains were just as cool as the good guys. Absolutely. Yeah, so you always had a war you could have. But Turbo Man, ugh. Uh, yeah, uh, so there's not any Turbo Man there, but there is Chris Parnell, which it was nice to see him early on in his career. Very early in his and career. And he's hilarious. He just laughs in Schwaz's face like a maniac, and it's hilarious. Intentionally hilarious. This is one of the jokes that landed for me. One of the few. Uh, so Schwaz threatens to uh, uh, violence against his uh, person. Uh, hmm. At least one threat of violence. Uh, and he's like, give me give me up the info. Where's the Turbo Man? And Chris Parnell's like, okay, don't kill me. But uh, there is a lady who got one on layaway, and she just left. Okay, cool. But then Sinbad overhears it, too. And he clocks him with his uh, mailbag. And they're, they're in a race, and Schwaz gets a remote-control car and trips him. And he's like, ha-ha, suck that, bastard. And... Uh, Meanwhile, chased... Sinbad is now bleeding out on the hard tile yeah, floor. his head has cracked open and his brains are everywhere. It's really gross, but uh, that's typical for Christmas chaos. Sure. Yeah. So he chases down the lady, but she speeds away. He's like, God damn it. I don't have the Turbo Man. So he shoots her car with a rocket launcher. Mm-hmm. It tips over and he pulls her out and he's like, that's what you get this time for taking it. And then he <laughs> breaks her neck. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> 
the Volvo is not very good car. <laughs> That's his one-liner for killing a woman. Yeah, for uh, killing a woman. Have a nice day <laughs> without a head. And have one there. Uh, all your safety features in your economy car will not save you now. <laughs> Crumples yeah. on your face. Yeah. These things are too boxy for me. <laughs> it's like a bed metal coffin. <laughs> I will bury you in it. <laughs> You'll be like James Dean, but without a head. Oh, too soon. Uh, he well, I think he kept his head when he died. Chains Manfield did not. Did not. Did not happen. Her head came right off. Real shame. Uh, so there's a montage of shopping. Goes all over the place. Uh, he drives all over town looking for Turbo Man. Many toy stores. He stops at, at, at phone booths, looks at looks through the yellow pages because this is in a time where we had that. Uh-huh. Uh, U.S. West yeah. product placement for a fucking phone company. Right. Wow. Uh what time is it by the time this montage ends? If he's going from store to store. And he went from outside of the suburbs into in the, Minneapolis. In the Twin Cities. So it's 4.30. It's got to be 4.30 before yeah. he has exploited all of his resources. Because this is before cell phones. He couldn't just call and be like, yeah, do you have the Turbo Man? And they're like, no, we don't have the Turbo I mean, we don't have the Turbo Man. Ah, oh, damn it. And, uh, why are you me? Ah! <laughs> I'm so confused. Um, he couldn't do that. He had to go to each one of them. So it's late in the day. The parade has already started and ended in the universe that we live in. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's already past six o'clock at yeah. this point. Right. It's Christmas Eve dinner time. Yeah. He's, and he's missing it. Yeah. And he doesn't have the turbo man. So back at home, it's, uh, still like 11 o'clock. Maybe, I don't know when it is. Time and space don't matter. Uh, Mom has made some cookies, and Ted just comes on in. He's like, hey, Mom, cookies. Yeah, I like those. Hot stuff. Freshly baked chocolate chip. Uh, No. Hmm. They were sugar cookies. They're just sugar cookies. How about some brown sugar, baby? Because Phil Hartman. he's not brown. Yeah. Well, maybe she's got a really... Yeah, I'm not going to go there. Ah, where were we going with uh, that, sir? No, I'm going to. This <laughs> is a, an American treasure's wife, American and I have treasure. nothing but respect for this woman. Yeah. Phil Hartman has a reindeer. It's brown. That's where I was going. Sure. It's brown reindeer. Reindeer's like sugar, from my understanding, so he just wants to give some uh, brown sugar to his uh, reindeer, because that's how you uh, keep them from going extinct. See, I am a good person. No. Mm, no, I'm not. you're not. You're right. That's terrible. Uh, so he's like, give me the sugar. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower. And he's like, Ugh. No, he makes her take a shower. She's obviously already taking a shower. She looks fine. Yeah. She doesn't need to go take another shower. Right. Uh, I'm just going to eat your cookies. Uh, and Schwaz calls in. He's like, uh, hey, why are you answering my phone, Ted? He's like, uh, because your wife's naked. And lathering her uh, body up and down with her hands. And I'm eating... The sweets. Mm-hmm. There's got to be a vagina reference with cookies. Somewhere. Peanut butter and raisin? Yuck. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> what the what hell? What are the raisins? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. 
Um, I just, how is there not cookies and vagina the joke? I think there is. Why are we not doing I it? I don't then? know. I don't know where it is. I can't find There's it. Got, it should be just like a saying, like like you've got the the beaver and the roast beef curtains, and there's nothing that goes with cookies and cream. Uh, I thought cookies meant boobs. Yeah, but, well, sort of. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Those are boobs. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. My chocolate factory brings all the boys to the yard. Scat films, huh? That's where we're going. <laughs> I think Ted's into it. <laughs> yeah, Ted's into whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we get the uh, the line of the movie. Put the cookie down now. It doesn't really work. No. Yeah. It's, it's fun when you just hear it, but uh, it's not so fun in the movie itself because it doesn't work. Uh, anyways, so... He's calling, he hangs up the phone, he runs into Sinbad, and Sinbad wants to team up. He's like, let's go, let's work together, get the, the Turbo Man. We both got to get one for a kid. You and me, bro, we're friends. And, and Schwaz is like, no, I don't think we are. And then they hear a tip that there's Turbo Man at the Mall of America. They got to get their fast. Yeah. But Schwaz backs into a police officer's motorcycle. Guess which police officer it is. And see, I think this is the best delivered line of the entire film is when Robert Conrad turns on his sad face and goes, you broke my little mirror. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that's really good. Yeah, that is a funny line. Yeah. So he gets to the toy store after uh, having to do something here. I don't know. Write a check to the cop. I'm not <laughs> sure. Uh, and there's a lottery for the Turbo Man. There's not enough Turbo Man for everybody, so there's a lottery. And the way they distribute the lottery is via bouncy ball. Yeah. They, uh, they've they said, we know we need to make this orderly. So mm. chaos. <laughs> right, the most chaotic toy that has ever yeah. existed. The Super Bowl. The Super Bouncy Ball. Yeah. Or Bouncy Ball. You know, and at this point, I'm going to burn one of my questions. Okay. At this point, wouldn't you just be like, fuck you, dude. You're talking into a little kid's tape recorder. Push his ass over and grab a turbo doll. I'm surprised that he doesn't. That's what I would have done. I would have been like, yeah, okay, I'm going to wait. Then I would have went over there with uh, what's my- the, What's the sound? <laughs> that or Was that like a distracting, you like honked a wiener and then ran in another direction? <laughs> no, but- No. No. <laughs> no. Yes, whatever. But it's just like the last time that me and Justin went Black Friday shopping, right? And they were like, you can't get into these pallets of blah, blah, blah until, you know, blah. And they were like, trying to keep the crowds back. Mm. So I just walked along the side of it, slid it open with my keys, and pulled one out. Gangster. And I probably would have done the same thing with this. You're a criminal. Uh-huh. You belong in the state pen. What, uh, do, you, what do you charge somebody with on that? Uh, I'm not hey. stealing. I paid for it. Right. What would you charge somebody? Vandalism? Disorderly Earliness? contact? Yeah, maybe disorderly conduct. I don't know. Yeah, but you know what, though? After I did it, like, three other people went behind me and pulled ones out of the oh yeah the absolutely. hole that I made. Yeah. They were like, oh, fuck them. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so <clears throat> there's a bouncy ball chase, as one could predict, with uh, this methods of lotteriness. And it, the bouncy ball goes through all the, out the mall, and he's chasing it, and he's uh, it's going through small things, and he's slamming his face into stuff, and he can't get it, and ends up in a kid's hand somehow, and the kid causes 
like it's like you can't have this i'm gonna go on a chase with you as well yeah. and like we're gonna have some you're too big to get through things a kid can comedy well yeah they, and then they end up in a ballroom right tries it's to trade the ball, pit. the ball pit and then the kid is like he wants to trade and so the kid's like over my dead body <laughs> and puts the super ball in its mouth because you know that that's like that kid's going to choke on that ball. From my cold, dead hands. You'll have to pry it out of my esophagus after I'm dead. Because I'm going to choke on this bitch right now. Right. <laughs> so he dives into it, onto the kid. He's like, oh, give me the bouncy ball. Mm-hmm. And then gets beat up by a lot of moms. He does not get the bouncy ball. Nope. So he's like, damn it. Shit. No Turbo Man right here. He's pouting around, talking to himself. And he see he walks up to the Santa. The mall Santa. And Santa's like, hey, you're looking for a turbo man. Shh, shh, I got a line on some. Really? You got the turbo man? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, keep it on the DL. We're going we're gonna to take a drive someplace to get the turbo man. And he takes him down to this warehouse. Down by the docks. We'll just pretend it's at the docks. The docks of... There's Great Lakes up there. They got docks. Minneapolis is nowhere near the Great Lakes. Shit. Yep. They got a river, maybe. Yeah. Uh, they do, actually. Separates the Twin Cities. All right. Yeah. And it goes to the Great Lakes. Yeah. Eventually. Eventually. Actually, I think it flows into the Mississippi. Well, it gets, goes up, too. Goes Scat up. films. What? Uh, hmm. Uh, yeah, that's my Sitting new saying for my, that's going to be my new keyword. all over my face. <laughs> Yeah, that's just going to be my new thing now when you guys go on some... Odd tangent, you're scat films. <laughs> scat films! Because it's like, no, you know what? This is boring. Move along, sirs. It's informative. Educational comedy uh, yeah. entertainment, Jackie. That's yeah, what we are here for. We're here to tell people about geography <laughs> if we can remember or figure it out. Is Minnesota in, in a place? Yes. It is. Is it, it is. by water? Probably could be, could be, could be. Uh, so, so inside this this very shady warehouse down by the docks, there's tons of Santas and Santa workers and elves. The and, guard dog has reindeer. Yeah, there's yeah. reindeer uh, guard dogs. Yeah, that was like the best part of this whole thing. What were they smuggling in the giant bears? Uh, Heroin. I don't know. Scat films. Scat films. Definitely. Oh, yeah, well, of course. It. Like this is the present that's actually for. The parents are like, oh, Merry Christmas, there's your bear. And then they slit the back of it and get out the scat film. Uh, it's a toy exploitation operation of some sort. I think that they're just selling knockoffs. That's the whole thing. Is yeah. They're bringing in China uh, knockoff toys, uh, bypassing customs, sneaking them in somehow. They got a man on the inside. Of the uh, it's a Santa, transport authority. It's a whole Santa network thing. That they yeah, got. right, right, right. And uh, they're they're marking these toys up, but the toys are just made. They're sh- they're shit, shit toys made by uh, uh, opium addicts. It's not their fault. Yeah. Well, either way, they give them a uh, counterfeit Turbo, turbo man. man. Yeah, right. And they charge they him three hundred bucks. Three hundred bucks for a Turbo Man, and when he opens it up, it's not Turbo Man at all. It's El muchacho de rapido. <laughs> or some such. Right. For those who speak Spanish. Uh, and it comes apart. Mm-hmm. It speaks Spanish. It's Spanish-only language, and uh, it falls apart right in his hands. How much money is Arnold Schwarzenegger carrying around? 
He's got three hundred bucks in nineteen ninety six, which is five hundred bucks a day. I don't know. It's a lot of money. That he has to pay for cabs, mm-hmm. and I'm sure he got lunch in there somewhere. He did. He went to a diner. Yeah, I mean. So if I know anything about mattresses, this guy's a fat cat. Okay. Because there's mattress stores everywhere. Now. They're well. He's on the he front end before. of that. He's on the front yeah. end of that. Yeah. Hmm. That's where Dan Snyder, that owns the Redskins, mattress fortune. You're kidding. No shit. You're kidding. I'm not kidding. God damn it. I used to be a mattress salesman. I fucking loved it. Yeah. I made a buttload of cash. Huh. But uh, I didn't love it when I wasn't making a buttload of cash, so I had to quit. Because when you're a mattress salesman, here, here's I've sold mattresses for sure. a living. Uh, I have experience in this territory. People rarely need mattresses. No, I've got the same one for 15 years. Uh you probably do, but for the most part, people replace them about every 10 years. Uh, you got these mattress firms all over the place, and I quit that job because I stood around not selling mattresses for 95% yeah. of my fucking career. When you're selling a mattress, it's great because you're like, ha, 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 the markup on these things is ridiculous. Yeah. There's... And they're an easy sale, but the rest of the time, you're just doing nothing. There's a mattress store that just opened up next door to my shop. Mm-hmm. He's got the idea. He calls it by appointment only, but they're open on Saturdays. The only day that you sell mattresses. Right, right. They're like, fuck the overhead. We're just open on Saturdays. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Just be open on Saturdays. Whatever. Oh, I'll just, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to be a little late, honey. I just got to stop off and pick up these mattresses. At the ma- it's a good thing there's a mattress firm on the way home. Five of them, actually. Uh, you know, because it's convenient. They're like convenience store mattresses. Like, I, I need to get gas and a mattress. Uh-huh. How many people do you think have been killed by these mattresses? The mattress firm mattresses? Or the, the spring mattress... comes out of them, stabs them right in the spinal cord, and they die. What if they're just air mattresses? It's, that's the whole gimmick. So they're just selling us air uh, assholes. A cardboard box with a sheet on the top of it. Not comfortable, but not as dangerous as you're talking about. Yeah, my mattress ain't made of knives. Uh, I know a large uh, portion of the population sleeps on cardboard every night. Those cold people without You don't cold. know anybody who lives in Hollywood. Ooh, dis in <laughs> Hollywood, man. Well, uh, either way, they've tried to take uh, Schwartz of the cleaners on a $300 Mexican doll here. We, well, we wanted to talk about mattresses more. I'm no, I sorry. wanted to talk about the homeless. It's it's the holiday season, and uh, oh, you know, the gift of uh, oh God, shut up, uh, SalvationArmy.org. Uh, you right know now. what? Maybe I'm going to start singing some Bono like a, lyrics to feed the world. You want to go there? <laughs> Do they even know it's Christmas? No. Uh, uh, okay, uh, I'll move <laughs> on with the goddamn movie. I'm just trying to encourage people to give to the homeless right now. Uh, so anyways, he, but in the summertime, fuck them, fuck them. Uh, it's nice, nice outside. outside, right? They've got park benches and they got, <laughs> they got the bench press where that's the that bench sweat press, is. the ass sweat bench yeah. press. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's already lubed up. All right. So he calls Santa a con man. He's like, what con operation are you running here? And the Santas are like, nobody calls us con man. And they all fight. They all get in a big old fight and there's fucking Ninja Santa. Ninja, yeah, this is the part where I would interject a scene from Commando like I had been doing, mm-hmm. but this actually happens in the movie. Right, right. It yeah. totally does. Uh, there's Super Huge Santa, which is played by uh, the Big Sexy. Not the Big Sexy. The Big Paul Show. White. Big, the big show. show. Yeah, from wrestling fame. 
He's yeah. huge. He is a very big guy. Very big guy. Yeah. Uh, I hope he makes it. You know? He's doing fine lately. Yeah. Health-wise, you know? Yeah, yeah. You would say he's, um, on a, he's a big gamer. Like a video gamer? Yeah, he plays video games a lot. I saw him on uh, IGN. Okay. Looks good. Right on. Lost some weight. He actually uh, looks looks sharp. Good for him. Yeah. Stay healthy, wrestlers. We need you. Uh, Mini-Me's also there, which is another uh, guy who is doing quite well with the health as well. Him and Warwick Davis living way past when they were supposed to. Good for them. All right. Keep ticking. Keep ticking, little guys. Uh, and big guys. So the cops raid him. He, he fights them all off. He's like, oh, you cannot, you cannot do anything against me. I've got knife guns. And uh, the cops raid in, and he's like, they arrest everybody except for him. He's like, uh, I'll use this phony badge to pretend I'm an undercover cop that I was taking down this uh, toy exploitation ring, and you guys ruined my whole bust. And they buy it. They're like, okay, officer, donuts. Bye. Yep. All right. Back to the grind, trying to find that turbo, man. Yeah, he runs out of gas on the bridge. See? The bridge that crosses the, the Twin Cities, the, mm-hmm. the river. Uh, back home, everybody's loving Ted. He's just the nicest, most wonderful neighbor ever. And uh, he he uh, his son is like, God, your dad's so great to his friend. And his, his, his friend's like, yeah, well, my dad is pretty cool. Uh, but he was a real a-hole before he got divorced. So maybe your parents should get divorced. Maybe. Your dad will be cool then. I don't think it works that way. No. I think it gets worse after they get divorced. Generally. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're Phil Hartman. I guess. I don't know. What happened to his wife, I wonder? She just, I like, think she went to jail. She went to jail for being- Murder. Yeah, yeah. they do that. The prison. Not Phil Hartman's actual <laughs> wife. Ted's wife. Oh, Ted's wife? <laughs> <laughs> she didn't actually. It was a murder-suicide. Oh, that's she right. Yeah, she jail. didn't. Yeah. Okay. She went to the jail of hell. For being a horrible person. So then Ted's wife just went to Cleveland. Right. Shantytown. Cleveland was great in the 90s. Was it? No, it was great in the 70s, though. No, was it? 60s. Um, There was a time when Cleveland rocked. <laughs> I heard about it from Ian Hunter. I don't know. Any town that uh, their name is associated with pooping on people, Cleveland steamer. Uh, there's also a Boston steamer, Jackie, so... There's probably a Boise steamer. Like, mm. we could probably come up with a Boise steamer. Scat films. Scat films, right. Uh, that's when, yeah, yeah, the Boise steamer is when you do it on camera. There you go. Oh. So, he calls home, and Jamie tells him to fuck right off. You've blown it for the last time, Buster. Uh, I don't love you as my father. Uh, you are dead to me. And if I see you when I'm older and an adult man, I will kill cut, you with a lightsaber. I will cut your head off with a lightsaber. And Schwaz is like, God, man, harsh words, little dude. But I feel you. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's like. You're you. You got the right on, man. See you in about twenty with my <laughs> with my Tuscan Raider cousins. And then afterwards, you be like, Yeah, I killed him all. Because I'm hating Christians, and I'm just as bad as this fucking kid. Who is worse? It's got to be Jake Lloyd, yeah. I'm sorry, buddy. I, I've heard that he just hates himself for what he did, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now his wife's pissed. She's like, damn you, Howard. Damn your black heart for ruining Christmas. And... Uh, he's like, oh, my life is over. I'm going to have to now 
sit in a diner until I can beg, wash dishes enough for gas money, I guess, because I don't have a plan now. Yeah. And Sinbad's there. Sure. They share some booze coffee. Mm-hmm. And Sinbad tells him a parable about how when he was a kid, his dad, he only wanted one toy, and his dad didn't get it for him, and it ruined his life, and he thinks that if he had gotten this toy, he would, could have been a billionaire. The, the kid yeah. next door got one, and he, he went one. on to invent uh, Microsoft. Sure. And instead, I am a drunk mailman. Drunken mailman. And so he has a vision of Jake Lloyd being a drunk mailman. This was his best Ooh. acting. Oh, yes, by far. I I loved this part. I laughed so damn it hard. It is funny because it's wrong. <laughs> We're watching a child drink whiskey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does a good job with his like, oh, that's not good whiskey face, too. Yeah, but I like it enough because mm-hmm. my life sucks. This shitty whiskey is better than my father mm. is what the movie is. Yeah. So he's like, nope, I'm not going to give up that easy. I'm going to get that Turbo Man. And they hear about a radio contest over the air. Uh, the first caller that can name all of the Santa's reindeer will get a Turbo Man. Now, up next, Boston. Followed by Foner. Followed by Bad Company. <laughs> Wait, they're different bands? <laughs> yeah. Dario Speedwagon. Same guys dressed up in different clothes. Hey, fuck you, man. Speedwagon rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, so he's like, oh, I know him. So he gets into the phone booth and he calls, but Sinbad's like, oh, not on my watch, Buster. And he breaks the phone and uh, Arnold takes the phone line and wraps it around his throat and like does that grout thing where it like pinches through your neck muscles and like your yeah. uh, carotid artery, which is in your leg. That's how hard he squeezes. His yeah, leg it, it, vein bursts, bursts open. His eyes come out. Right. And he's like, time to pay the phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to collect this call. Mm. I reached out and touched somebody. <laughs> To death. <laughs> you should have used AT&T. 210220. <laughs> to death. To death. Uh, so Sinbad's dead. It's uh, very graphic for a Christmas movie. Uh, so Their uh, fight basically just continues all the way to the radio station. Right. The diner guy's like, hey, guys, you broke my phone. Don't worry about it, though. Uh, The radio station's just two blocks down the road. Go break some shit down (laughs) there and get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Which they do. Right. (laughs) Right. They run down to the radio station, and uh, the DJ is like, holy shit, what the fuck? And he calls the police, and Schwaz busts through the door, and he's like screaming the the reindeer's names. And the guy's like... What the shit? And Sinbad comes in. He's like, I got a bomb, motherfuckers. <laughs> yep. I'm blowing this shit up. Give me that turbo man. It's he not a bomb. It's yeah. Martin Mull's the DJ, and he yeah. doesn't even have a turbo man. Right. And there's no bomb. There's no turbo man. It's just a music box, and it's just a gift certificate. Yeah. But the cops swarm in. And uh, Sim- Sinbad pretends he's got another bomb in his in his mailbag. He's like, uh, we're just going to leave. You guys can deal with this sure. on your own, coppers. And they fucking bail. And the, leaving the cops with the bomb, I don't think this is how it works. No. I think they get arrested. Uh, but uh, the bomb goes off. It's a real bomb, even though Whoops. Robert Conrad <laughs> says he's been on the bomb squad. And it's not a bomb. 
Yeah, blows him up. Blows up all those cops. There's like body parts everywhere. There, it's one of the greatest tragedies in Minnesota Christmas police history. history, right? Yeah, yeah the uh, the uh, KQXR1. Oh, uh, they called it the Deck the Halls at the radio station. That's no, something no. about no. decking the halls with the policemen as well. There is that uh, one of those limericks when we were kids. Deck the halls with Santa's balls? Uh, deck the halls with gasoline? I don't know. Light a match and watch it gleam. Yeah, that's what it is. Blow the school to ashes. <sighs> la, 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 la. Aren't you glad you played with matches? La, 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 la. Yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a song about uh, committing violence at, at school. Sure, Jeremy. So that's, that's a good thing that we uh, like Jeremy? grew up with. Yeah, like Jeremy. All right. Um, well, this at this point, though, the movie breaks the... It does the worst thing you can do. It blows up police officers. No, because oh. they're not. They're okay. Yeah. It's... it's now a cartoon live action, but you've established that three quarters of the way into the film. Right. This is Tom and Jerry Bomb. Yeah. Mm-mm. It sucks. It sucks. Schwaz's car's all been jacked up. It's been, uh, what's that called when you get your tires taken off and your doors and your radio? Just... Stripped? Yeah, stripped. There you go. And uh, so he gets a ride home. It's, it's a terrible day, obviously. Ted's there, and he's putting the star on top of the tree, and Mrs. Hanks says, uh-uh, this is Howard's job. And Ted's like, uh, I'm about to put my star on top of another tree? God, my innuendos for Ted just don't Ted, work. These Christmas cookies are about to get icinged. I'm going to... Let me uh point you in the right direction. I'm going to put some bulbs on your branches? I'm going to put some barbiturates in your coffee <laughs> and have sex with you when you fall asleep. That's the one. Yeah. I knew that. I knew there was one in there someplace. Uh... <laughs> So Schwaz is like, oh, that son of a bitch. I'm going to steal his Turbo Man under my tree. Sure. I just remembered. Fuck that guy. So he breaks into his house. He nabs the Turbo Man, and he's on his way out, and he's like, wait a minute. I'm not stealing from Ted. I'm stealing from a child. Which is bullshit. Eh, really? Ted's kid's not a bad and He doesn't seem like a good kid, but he's not a bad kid. Yeah, he doesn't deserve his Christmas toys being stolen. No. I'm Ted just, just saying. Ted deserves to be punched in the face. If I was Schwaz, I would have taken the fucking doll. You're a horrible man. Person. Ma'am. I said ma'am. You're ma'am. a horrible ma'am. <laughs> That's awful, Jackie. Hey, my kid needed it. So your kid's better than somebody else's kid? Most Nobody likely, yes. kid hmm. needed a turbo man. Nobody kid, yeah. You've broken a child's heart for Christmas because you were a shitty parent. Uh-uh. No, this is a good part of the movie. All right, so then he, but then he's like, I'll put it back. And the reindeer's inside. He's like, oh, fuck, there's a reindeer in here. And it's chasing me around. It's fucking up the house. And like the, the stove gets lit on fire. And uh, well, he's got a giant, Ted's got a life size nativity scene in his mm-hmm, living room. Right. And uh, Baltazar's head comes off, uh-huh. goes into the fireplace. And then it, the fire that's already on fire causes the smoke alarm to go off. Right. So then Schwaz takes the fire out of the fireplace and uses it to light Ted's house on fire. Right. And then punts Balthazar's head through his window. Yes. It's pretty sweet. Uh, so needless to say, he gets caught by the family. Yeah. And he gets in big trouble. It's like, uh, wife, 
I have no defense. And she's like, uh, I do. Here's the divorce papers. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, I'll sign these. As soon as I'm stabbing this pen into Ted's head, and then he stabs it right in his eye, like, repeatedly. It's yeah. fucking chunks coming everywhere. And he's like, I've divorced your brain from your face. Doesn't make sense. Neither does this force. It tears apart families. And uh, then... They go to separate. He moves to New York and starts a comedy. He career. lives in a in a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. and drinks. Yeah, right. You know what he does do? He punches out a motherfucking reindeer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the reindeer comes charging at him. He punches it in the face. It's sweet. <coughs> but then they they make they make. Yeah, up. He feels bad about that, so he gets the reindeer drunk on Schlitz. <laughs> right, they're bros. And it looks like the reindeer barfed all over himself. Like he's getting drunk on the Schlitz. <laughs> right. Like he's like we've come into this two hours later, and the the reindeer's already puked and rallied. Well, have you ever seen a reindeer drink beer? It's a messy experience. Oh, yeah. what time do we think it is? Uh, I think it's about Thursday. I think it's about four p.m. on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> it's January third. <3rd. laughs> Well, he resolves to fix the situation because the family has now finally gone to the parade uh-huh. uh, at night when the sun's still out. And the kids are like, let us, this is too busy. Let us out. Let us out. And Well, they see their friend Owen. Yeah, whatever. And uh, Ted's like, uh, okay. And mom's like, sure, we'll go park the car and let you kids. Why the fuck doesn't she get out of the car here? Yeah? I don't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Ted and Mom go to park the car, mm-hmm. and Schwab's Schwab's is taking a cab there, and he he runs uh, part of the way because it's too busy. He can't get close to the parade either, and he runs up to uh, uh, the car where Ted and Mom are at, and he, Ted's putting the moves on her. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, "I'm glad I finally got you alone. Now we can pork like we're eighteen month old rabbits." She's like. Never really thought of it that way, but... uh, I guess that is a mature age for a rabbit. Also, no, because I don't like you that way. Sure. And then she cold cocks him with a... uh, Thermos full of dog. Yeah, that was awesome. Actually, she hot cocked him because that was in a hot thermos. She hot cocked him. Yep. Isn't that what he was going for? He wanted to hot cock her. Oh. Now he feels differently about life. (laughs) Because he enjoyed it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Scat film. Uh, he, so Schwa sees this and he's like, I must stop it. I'm going to punch him. But the, uh, he runs towards a car, bumps into a cop. It's that cop. Who is also the same cop that got exploded. Mm-hmm. Conrad. And he's got, he's got hospital mittens or like just gauze. He's got gauze hands. Right. From getting from, exploded. Mm-hmm. That's all that happened is his hands got a little damaged by... A bomb. A <laughs> fucking bomb. Mail bomb. Uh, if, I, I, if I remember the mid-90s mail bombs, they were a little bit more destructive than that. Yeah. Also not comedic in any fucking way. Yeah, otherwise when the FBI found Kaczynski, they would have high-fived him. Yeah, and then like done that thing where they all get canes and then you do that yeah, little sideways. Da, 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 da. Hey! They would have had email correspondence and they all knew the dance number. Terrorism! And... Hilarious! <laughs> Hilarious! Ah! Uh, okay, so so now he's getting chased by the cop into a building, and he loses the cop, but uh, there's some people there, and they're like, hey, there you are, you're the guy, and they suit him up. He doesn't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. They suit him up as Turbo Man. 
And the last Turbo Man. He gets to be Turbo Man because the last Turbo Man uh, had an incident he being Turbo Man. Probably killed by the rocket pack. Uh, he's uh, now got brain activity, and that's good news. Yeah. There's something. So it's not safe being Turbo Man, apparently. But uh, Rocket packs are not safe. No, they are not. Oof. So he pops up in the middle of the float with Booster. And uh, at first, I can never like, remember this guy's name. Booster? Yeah, Charles Damar or Booger. Oh, yeah, Booger. Yeah, Booger. That's right. Revenge of Nerds and Charles Damar and uh, Better Off Dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, he enjoys being Turbo Man. It's like the people are clapping. He's like, and he's waving to him. He's like, being Turbo Man's pretty cool. Yeah. <coughs> and one lucky kid in the audience is going to get an exclusive, giant sized, one of a kind Turbo Man action figure. That one, is even harder that, to play with. Yeah, one you really can't play with at all. <laughs> and he points to Jamie and he calls him out. And Jamie's like, oh my God, Turbo Man knows my name. And it's awesome. I've got to get this cool toy finally. And uh, he gives it to him. Everybody's happy. But then Sinbad shows up dressed as Dr. Dementor. And he zips lines onto the float and he's like, give me that Turbo Man. Then exactly how it should have played out plays out, even though they don't know the choreography. Right. Other than the fact that uh, Booster gets punched off the float, <laughs> which is pretty sweet, because he's like, get out of here, Booster. Nobody likes you. And then a bunch of kids beat the shit out of Booster. <laughs> you suck, Booster. Yeah. <laughs> and he steals Jamie and the Turbo Man. And uh, Jamie's like, Turbo Man, use your Turbo Disc. And sure shit, this costume comes loaded. He's actually Turbo Man. With flying discs. What's that uh, movie with uh, Dolph Lundgren where he shoots the CDs out of his wrist? I Come in Peace. Yeah, it's basically that. Basically the same. Pretty much. Only they're not CDs. Right, they're Turbo Discs. CDs are dangerous versus the things that he's shooting. Uh, Yeah, he shoots these. These things seem to be pretty dangerous, Sam. I don't know. He hits Sinbad in the face like 10 times. It doesn't seem to phase him too hard. Uh, Takes him out. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. I guess he really doesn't, uh, because out next come the demon team, and they're Doctor Dementor's little helpers, I guess, which are just little people dressed up like Power Rangers like Power that Rangers. are small. Yeah, yeah. They were dumb, and they they grab Turbo Man, and Jamie's like, oh, "I gotta get out of here!" So he kicks Sinbad right in the balls, which is pretty sweet, and uh, runs off, runs up a ladder on top of the roof of a building that has a. Christmas tree sign on it that he yeah. then proceeds to climb up to get he away from Dr. Dementor. has decided that, well, I have the big toy. I met Turbo Man. I can end it all. Mm-hmm. It's all downhill from here. Right. So I'm just going to go to the top of this Christmas tree and end my own life. Fall to my death. Yeah. Because think- ex- there's no explanation for what this kid does other than he wants to die. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't Because he doesn't just run to his fucking mom. Right. Which anyone would do and or, would have worked the right then. cops or any, any adult, really. Yeah. Uh, no, he runs up a building on top of a dangerous sign that will probably kill him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he does. Uh, and Star Wars 1 doesn't get made because there's no child actor to play young Anakin and uh, 9-11 doesn't even happen 
because really? of it. Yeah. 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 The world's a better place. No, actually, I think the world ended in 2005 because without Jake Lloyd, there would have been two Jar Jar Binkses. Yeah, right. And then we would have all we would have all been begging Reagan to come back to life <laughs> and push the fucking button by now. Just push it. Two Jar Jar Binkses. <sighs> he goes into jetpack mode. Rocket Man or Turbo Man does to save him, and it is amazing. Yeah. In real life, he would die immediately because rocket packs are super dangerous for people who know how to use them. Yeah, he would. He would. He wouldn't get very much lift off the ground. He'd do that thing where he'd just go straight into like the the road, and like his face would just get like torn off. Yeah, because of the rocket, he couldn't get any lift. He would get high enough that the fall would probably really get close to killing him if he also didn't hit a building going 60 first. Right, right. And the combination of the two would definitely kill him. Or he would go... Well, he does hit a building at one point. Going like 90 miles an hour. He would go straight into the crowd and there would be like a a line gets twisted or something and explodes and kills 45 uh, parade attendees. Yeah, and... Oh. And it's it's the third worst tragedy that's happened today in Minnesota. Be a reality, right? In Minnesota, of course. But yeah, it's amazingly bad. It looks terrible. It's, it's some of the worst blue screen shit that I've seen from the '90s. It's bad. It's it looks like Megaforce. It looks like Puma Man, Sam. It looks like Puma Man. It's worse than Megaforce. The oh. fire is awful. That's coming out of the jetpack. His face is not it. It's screwball comedy that stinks, and he flies into the fucking stratosphere at one point. Uh, it uh, it sucks. It's awful. It's awful. And it had to be expensive, because yeah. apparently this shit costs almost $80 million. Right. But eventually he crashes to Earth, and Jamie's about to die. He's hanging from the tree thing that's fallen over, and Sinbad has the ability to steal the toy while he's also hanging from the tree, but then he falls onto the float and into police custody. Hooray. Mm-hmm. And then Jamie falls, but Rocket Man, because his son is now seriously in danger, Schwaz engages Rocket Mode one more time and catches him out of midair. And he puts him on the ground, and, he, and the kid's like, oh, thank you, Turbo Man. He's like, how did you know my name? He's like, because I'm your dad! After, not, after a very long dialogue. A long dialogue scene where he's got a visor on. Uh-huh. His... Family can't recognize his face. And he also talks like this. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who my dad is if I can't see his haircut. Right. Because that's all Turbo Man's helmet is. He takes it off. He's like, I'm your dad. And the kid's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And he's like, family, I love you so much. I'll never let you go. Even though it's clear from the beginning he loves his family. But whatever. Uh, so the cops give back the figure to Jamie. And they're like, here you go, kid. This is yours. It was stolen. Uh, it's actually evidence in a horrible, horrible crime where many people could have died. But uh, we're, here you go. Here you go. You here know. you go. Here it is. I'm actually also in 30 pieces because I got blown up earlier. Right. By a, a rocket pack that exploded and your dad's dead, too. And most of your face is gone because you fell to your death uh, and your kidneys are shattered. Uh, but here's a toy. Uh, Schwaz apologizes to Robert Conrad, the cop. He's like, hey, man, sorry about everything I did. And Robert Conrad's like, oh, my God. Uh, it's Turbo Man Ugh, the whole time. And Jamie gives the Turbo Man figure to Sinbad, who's getting hauled away. He's like, here, mister, you need to give this to your son. You worked hard. Uh, sorry about you going to prison. 
I'm sure your child would rather have a dad than a turbo I man. How Maybe long is he? I, I mean, I guess he did blow up all those cops. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> uh, so he, Schwaz is like, well, why would you do that? I worked real hard to get you this turbo man. He really didn't. No, didn't. didn't. Uh, and, and Jamie's like, why would I need it? I've got the real turbo man at home. Credit. And his mom's like, on the TV, because I got the real turbo man in the bedroom. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just can't wait to get you out of this rubber thing. It'll probably take 45 minutes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Credits. There's your movie. Questions. So let's say he doesn't fall as backwards into this parade. Mm-hmm. Does he end up having to get a divorce? Well, I don't think so. He did do some pretty bad things here. Yeah. And, and there's some tie-in stuff that we could go into, but let's let's talk about the stuff we have, or let's talk about the stuff we have talked about yet. He broke into the neighbor's house, uh, tried to burn it down. Uh, his wife knows that he lied to her about mm-hmm. getting the Turbo Man and uh, has once again broken the heart of his child. I think families get divorced for a lot less than that. Now, at the same time, isn't this just like this week in the life of these people? That's what I'm saying. I think that this is his thing. Yeah. He's a screw-up. He has broken many, many, many promises. And no matter how hard you work, you're, you're, at some point, your mom's, the mom of the child is going to be like, dude, he's got to, he's got to, He's got to work hard for you. He's he's doing this for you. He's yeah. not here. I'm sorry because that's how that's how materialistic uh, capitalist families work. Like your father's doing this all for you. Whatever his actual reason is, the mom is also in on the take because she's just eating bonbons and stuff and yeah, whatever. She doesn't have uh, a job, so she's got to make an excuse. He's selling for the kid. mattresses, right. uh, and uh, so I think that this is a theme with this guy of being a a bungling, good-hearted father. Yep. Who also may or may not be busy at work. And, you know, Phil Hartman, he's just Ted doing all this shit, thinking he's going to get something going on on the side. No. Right. She's just like, I don't really need you to come home that much because this Ted guy thinks he's going to get, get sex from me, so he keeps fixing all our shit. Uh-huh. Meanwhile, you don't come home till 10, then you throw it at me and I'm fine. Yeah. Uh. So did we answer if they're getting divorced? They're doing fine. They're doing fine. They're fine. All right. Okay. Uh, is he going to jail, though? He should go to jail. Because I have a felony count. Okay. He commits eight felonies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, starting with uh, threatening violence. Uh, I guess that's not really a felony, no. but uh, it could be considered assault for... Uh, petty, petty assault. Yeah, yeah. petty assault. Uh, so it's a misdemeanor. Uh, he... Assaults a child. Uh, I do believe That's that a is a felony. Um, he pretends to be an undercover cop. That's, that's a, a felony. That's a big one. That's a that's a big yeah, one. You get to go to jail for a long time. Old and po- well, unless you're old and Polonese. Uh He attacks the the uh, uh, the radio station. Busts through their door. That's uh, B and E partial assault. I would say on the DJ. Uh, yeah, I think after he he breaks and enters, and then he. Shakes the DJ. I think he might be working on felony assault right there. Yeah, I would say so. Um, He leaves the scene of a crime. Sure. Which involves a... Mass murder. Mass murder of police. That's a felony. 
That's a big one. I think that that's a lifer, I would say, probably. Mm. Unless you flip somehow, but there's not really anybody to flip on because they have also rested Sinbad. Uh, maybe he goes to Gitmo, even. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so there's the bomb incident. Uh, and then at the end, or at the, the he breaks into uh, his neighbor's house. That's B and E, which is, is I. That's not that one's not a felony, but uh, it's uh, petty or uh, larceny as well. To do but it. once you get this whole laundry list, I mean, yeah, I think you can like multiply donezo. it up there. Yeah, I think he's done so. I don't think he uh, whether they divorce or not, he does not get to see his family ever again. I have asked all of my questions. I only have one question left. Go for it. Would you have been mad if Robert Conrad would have shot him at the end? Yes. I wouldn't have. Why? Because you don't like Schwaz's character? Well, I just think it would have been funny. Oh, ha, 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 hilarious. Like, ha, ha. And then he just had a smoky face or whatever because guns and bombs don't kill people. Right. Uh, no, that wouldn't have been funny at all. Mm. Uh, well, it would have killed countless people because he, he probably would have shot him through the jetpack. Right. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they yeah. all burned alive. Mm-hmm. Yep. Minnesota tragedy number four. Yeah. And it's not even like one of those good burns. It's like a slow burn, like a chemical burn that's on fire at the same time because it's rocket fuel. Uh, so it's not It's not fast. You you just sit there while your skin melts off, comes off of you in large chunks until you're it's like a skeleton that's still alive. And then a Taurus hits you and your face fills up the windshield with liquid. I'll buy that for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> the big one. Does it capture the true spirit of Christmas? I think it might. Okay. Because it's about family. Uh, Yeah, it is. That's it. Just because of. But at the same time, he doesn't actually get that. He falls ass backwards into it. So no. Turn Cody, he doesn't. It doesn't capture the true meaning of no, Christmas. Doesn't. Okay. Jackie? No. No, it doesn't capture the true spirit of Christmas. No, because, I mean, like Sam said, it's the family thing and his redeemed commitment to the family at the end, but he was already committed to his family. That's correct. So this is just a movie about somebody who's personally struggling. Who falls ass backwards into a parade. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, I, I, for a long time, thought that this really did capture the true spirit of Christmas uh, until the end where he doesn't accomplish anything for his kid. He just gets a freebie. He does nothing for this child that he hasn't normally done this entire time, which, I mean, is the true spirit of being a good dad, but that is not the true spirit of Christmas. You got to learn some sort of lesson lesson about uh, giving and caring. Uh, Maybe the kid learns a lesson because he gives the Turbo Man away, but no, he's got the Turbo Man. He doesn't care about Sinbad, like... He's like, fuck you, Sinbad. Just take this trash away because I don't even need it. I've got Turbo Man at home. The only person that learned anything was Ted. Yeah. Don't commit sexual assault. He likes being hot cocked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that this is our, oh, no, this is our second Christmas failure because uh, Black Christmas does not capture no, it doesn't. the yeah. true meaning of Christmas. Uh, neither does Jingle all the way. Yeah. Whew. Let's go Jingle. I was surprised by that. Final recommendations, though. Jackie, I know what you're going to say. Go ahead, because you're just going to give the rubber stamp of approved on any Christmas movie. Not on any of them. Uh, you didn't. I don't think you did on Black Christmas. So. Uh, I am going to give this one a do. Yeah. I was entertained. It was funny. And it felt like a short film. It was only a minute, hour and 29 minutes. Yeah, it is a quick one. Sammy? I hated this movie. 
until the end when it got so dumb that it became a do again. Yeah. The rocket pack stuff sucks so bad. I did not like it up until that point, though. Uh, I'm also going to give it a do. It's currently streaming on Stars, I should mention, and you can get it uh, for $2.99 basically anywhere. Uh, it sucks. It's real bad. It's. I didn't think it was going to be this bad. I didn't either. I didn't either. On the on the uh, good movie on the good movie quality scale, I think I'm going to give it a three out of ten. It's a little high. Uh, on the bad movie quality scale, I think it's a six. Yeah. I think it was fun, and I think it's a do for sure, especially for the Christmas movie. Now, here's my question: Since we're all giving it three dues, despite what we have dissed on it, is it the best Christmas movie since it came out? No. Name one that's better. Silver Linings Playbook's a Christmas movie. Uh, parts of it take place during, during Christmas. Christmas. That's okay. not a Christmas movie. That's the chicken shit die hard excuse. Okay. Die Love hard. Actually. Love Actually is one of the worst movies I ever made, Jay. I really hate that movie. Yeah, I awful. love that movie. It's, it's so might bad. be better than this, though. Uh, it might be. Um, it might be. I love that movie. It's certainly not Collateral Beauty. It's certainly not, and it's certainly not uh, stupid uh Cameron bullshit. Uh, yeah. But really, Christmas movies since... Oh, so, no, because I just watched one last night that happened since that I actually love. Okay. But it I don't know if it counts because it's 3D animation was Arthur Christmas. Arthur Christmas is fucking fantastic. Oh, that's a, is it a feature-length movie? Absolutely. Yeah, it's great. It's no, it's much better. Uh, But really, in, in mainstream, the staples, it's, it hasn't been since Christmas Vacation. All the good Christmas movies are old Christmas movies that people love. But people love Jingle All the Way. This has become a Christmas staple. And huh. it's really, really, really bad and dumb. Yeah. And I'm giving it a do, but I don't know. I mean, I had never seen it before. I don't know if I'd watch this again like without having five years in between it. Really? You wouldn't watch it? Like, if you're going over to your mom's house and Jingle All the Way's on, and your options are Jingle All the Way or Love Actually... I know which I'm choosing. Love actually. I can go play with children or something. No, you don't get a choice. She holds a gun to your head. Gunpoint. Love actually. She's like, ah, it turns out your mother is actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) This whole time you didn't know. Stick around (laughs) for a bad movie. (laughs) Let off some steam by kicking your feet up on the recliner couch, (laughs) Bennett. (laughs) Uh, Okay. On streaming, do's and don'ts. Actually, no. Uh, we got some listener feedback, as usual, from our uh, excellent listener, Jack B. He says, this email is called, What Stinkers Can Teach Us? Oh, usually not math or how phones work. <laughs> yeah, not how phones work. I'd like to address this to aspiring artists in all artistic fields. This holiday season, I'd like to share with you a message about what stinkers can teach us. Falls very well with uh, the movie that we're, sure. you know, the theme of Christmas and Christmas movies. I appreciate this. Whether you're trying to make a book, movie, or something else completely, there have been great artists who have inspired you. J.R.R. Tolkien, uh, Stanley Kubrick, Hayao Miyazaki. Sam, you want to help me there? Miyazaki. 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 Yeah. And countless others have inspired many people over the decades. They make people want to become artists. At least one of them made you want to be an artist and create something wonderful. But the artistic process is difficult. And I know at times you've all felt downtrodden, wondering if it's all worth it and fearing you'll never get anything picked up and released. Never forget that every Alfred Hitchcock and Ernest, Ernest, Ernest Hemingway, there is a Michael Bay and Stephen King. 
The art world is littered with terrible artists who get their books published, movies distributed, and plays staged. If a piece of shit like Transformers 5 can get distributed, so can your movie. If Twilight can get published, so can your book. From this point onward, let us never forget what stinkers, regardless of form, can teach us. If terrible shit like this can get released, then whatever you're working on definitely can. Merry Christmas, Jack. Now, regarding Jack's email, sure. does it capture the true spirit of Christmas? I don't really know if it tried. I don't know if it is either, but he yeah. says Merry Christmas at the end, so I'm affirming it's sure, a Christmas uh, email, much like people try to sell that Die Hard as a Christmas movie. Uh, Christmas like takes message. place during it. So, yeah, it doesn't capture the true spirit of Christmas. It more or less captures the message of never give up, never surrender. <laughs> no retreat, no surrender. No retreat, never no surrender. <laughs> or Vision Quest, the wrestling movie. Uh, yeah, no. I Keep on trucking. You'll make it. Keep on trucking. You like trucking? I do like trucking, and I like people to keep on trucking. Mm. Well, thanks, Jack. Yes, indeed. And he's right, you know. And he is totally right. I thought it was a nice email, mm-hmm. and Very. I totally agree with that. Very poetic. On streaming do's and don'ts this week, Sam, we've got one from you called Starship Apocalypse. Starship Apocalypse. It's part on, of a series, I think. On Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, if you can find the other ones, maybe you can watch it. But you don't really have to because they they summarize what had happened in all the other movies in the first like 25 minutes. It takes a while. Ugh, that doesn't yeah, sound awesome. It's not awesome. Uh, anybody in it? Nope. Nope. Uh, there's some boobs, and mm? that kept me going. Okay. All right. Uh, it's real bad. Really? Uh, 90% of it's green screened poorly. Uh, so I it- made it through somehow. I don't, I can't, I can't say do, but it did have this <laughs> thing where usually there's like a level, and I don't abort movies very often. But usually in the first, like, two minutes, I don't count it as an abort, is if the CGI is so bad that it's, like, could have been made in a high school, I'll just sort of give up on it because I can't palette it. It's too hard for me to watch. Mm. There's, like, a level of bad CGI that I'm just like, no, that it's just, it's too bad. There is no suspension of it's, disbelief here. It's vomit-inducing. Yeah, I don't know, vomit-inducing, but it's just it's so hacked together and crap that it it's not worth it. This one didn't get all the way there though, so I'll, I'll give them that they the the art department was close a couple times too with just giving me the bendy straws over and over again. There's like just normal hoses and bendy straws <laughs> for the science fiction, you know. Spray bendy paint straws. it black. Yeah, bendy straws. Uh, on like helmets for like pipe pieces or something. Okay. You just put shit. Glue, whatever. You just hot glue some shit on there. Spray paint the whole thing matte black and it's science fiction. Go to the dollar store, pick up whatever you yeah. think. Yeah. This, this thing is full of all of that. And uh, I was able to make it through the whole thing. Oh. But so, it's a do not. It is a do not. I don't know. It's Somebody is going to say do to these because this Johnson fella that's made this has like 50 directorial credits, and I bet half of them are these feature-length hokey science fiction movies. So he's doing something right. Hmm. Uh, it sounds very familiar to that uh, uh, CVD movie we watched recently. 
that CVD movie was very the the CVD on a quality standpoint was like a hundred times better with the Jello brain. Yeah, yeah, that shit was fun though. Yeah, it was fun mostly because Casper Van Dien was in it. Yeah, if it he really can carry. I mean, that guy can, like, firemen's carry about 400 pounds of bullshit. <laughs> I don't know how he does it, but I don't he's either. just charming as shit. It's probably the jaw. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jackie and I have a follow-up episode of Streaming Do's and Don'ts on Petsamottery 2, mm. starring Edward Furlong. Oh, no. Uh, Anthony Edwards. Really? And Clancy Brown. Oh, Clancy Brown. Yeah. Uh, boy, oh, 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 the, the friend, uh, the best friend from big. Yeah. I forgot about him. Yeah. That guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, wow. 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 So is Clancy Brown like trying to do the same thing with a, don't go over there. No, I wanted him to, but he's like, he's like the, uh, his character is the, the bad stepdad. Oh, Uh, he's he's kind of got the accent a little bit, a little bit. He's the town sheriff, uh, Who's a, a dirt ball is banging this this kid's mom, you know, only because she's hot and she's like Missy from Bill and Ted's. She's clearly like twenty three years old, mm-hmm. and her child is like thirteen, <laughs> twenty eight. Yeah, uh, Michael Pare. Yeah, so he is a bad stepdad, and at some point he dies, and it's the kid's fault. Uh, him and Edward Furlong, so they bury him up there. And he comes back for now. He gets dead. Maybe sure. what, like a quarter of the way through the movie. Mm-hmm. So he's a reanimated dead guy for three quarters of the film. Do they bury a pet first? They do. They okay. do. Uh, a Zowie, dog, a dog named Zowie, who uh, Clancy Brown shoots, and it comes back as a uh, demon dog. Uh. Now there's some interesting things that happen in Pet Sematary Two uh, that clarify. Pets Mottery 1 to a degree. For instance, you were correct, Sam, in your analysis of what would happen at the end of Pets Mottery. Other than what happens to the Creed family, I guess like the exposition about what happens to them is just bananas. Uh, I won't spoil anything, but we could have never predicted. But you did predict one thing, that it is the slowest zombie takeover that has ever happened. Yeah. That's the plan here. Yep. Um, uh, now go bury him. Now get another one. That's what Clancy Brown's motivation as a character is. Once he becomes a reanimated oh. dead, is he wants to bring in more. He has no reason to. No, like where I need help to be undead, goofball, screwball, murdering thing. He's just trying to push people into bringing corpses to him so that he can carry them up on top of a mountain and have whoever bury him. Because that's the other role that you find out about, or that we you get reinforced on the slowest zombie takeover of all time, is you can't just take a dead body up there, bury it, and it comes back. You need the person who is of their own. Uh, you got to bury your own. Yeah. So it's even slower than we thought. Oh, geez. You got to convince somebody to yeah, bury? You got to oh, get a corpse, God. and then you got to convince them. Wait a second. So then how does the, <clears throat> excuse me, the bad teenage boy, how does he get brought back then? Because Lancey Brown kills him. So that's his own thing, which his, uh, I don't know, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> the rules get a little loosey-goosey, uh, but it is awful. Mm. It might be worse than Petsamatory 1. That's tough. And it's tough. Well, and- it has to be worse than Petsamatory 1. I... 
It's got Edward Furlong in it. Yes, right. I I loved it. Yeah? It's awesomely stupid and shitty. It's not as continually on the gas pedal as Pet Sematary, but it's equally as dumb and equally as over the top in its uh, uh, moments. It's a lot more gorier for sure. Uh. But uh, yeah, I, I totally give it a do. Right. I liked it. Jaggy? Uh, <clears throat> I super liked it too. I'm going to give it a do. I like the whole mom aspect and Missy. Yeah. From Bill and Ted's. Yeah. Uh, it's not Missy <clears throat> from Bill and Ted's, but no, it's the same situation. The, the Edward Furlong's mom. Oh yeah. 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 Edward. The, not Gina Davis. Yeah. It, it, Edward Furlong's mom is like this famous actress and she dies on set. So he's trying to, at some point he, he's grieving about her loss, but at some point without any exposition or character motivation, he just flips and he's like, I'm bringing my mom back. And she's a lunatic, maniac, zombie murdering thing. And I'm fine with it. I don't care. How long has she been Mama. dead? Weeks. Oh. And she comes back. They take her up there. She has been dead for weeks. He's been going to school in Maine this entire time yeah. from L.A., uh, getting picked on and, and having this entire character arc. And they bring, they dig her up. Clancy Brown decides to dig her up. She's in perfect shape. No, uh, no rot at all. Huh. Just the original makeup that had to cover her up from when she died. Botox. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, man, it's, it, it's so dumb. Pet Sematary 2 is super stupid. All right. I liked it. It might be an episode. All right. Two dues from us. Currently streaming on, uh, Amazon Prime as well. So check that out. Uh, next week is my pick. I am going to try to pull down a Christmas movie myself. If I can get my hands on it, the movie is going to be Don't Open Till Christmas. Otherwise, it will be something else. Oh. The suspense. The suspense. <laughs> of Christmas. Uh, so enjoy your week, guys. Uh, come back to us on Monday. and uh, Happy holidays. Hap- well, it's not quite that time yet. I think you can say it for the yeah, next three weeks. It. Okay. It's, it's post-Thanksgiving. Yeah. Hey, we want to hear some uh, good Christmas stinker stories from you guys. If you got them, write to us at talk at stinkermadness.com and share any bad movie or stinker madness related material with us. We'll read it out on the air. So get to the chopper. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper. Got a clear vision there, Sam? I do. Do I sound okay? Do I look okay? You look like a bucket of shit. Cool. Audio levels are fine, though.